I'm gonna do you have an intro? Like, why don't you do an intro? Once? I don't have an intro. That's not what I'm here for. <laughs> I'm here for chess. I'm not here to start it off. I'm not a catalyst. That's you. That's catalyst. your title. Nah, dude. Welcome to Chess Talk, where we play chess and talk. That is it. I'm Eddie. Dongs. And that was Cody. <laughs> we have on uh, our field operator for pups galore. Carlos? No, he's not here this week, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, we have you, Brittany. Yeah, we have oh, Brittany instead. Uh, <laughs> we, we settled. Uh-huh, whatever. <laughs> we also have on our guest, he's been on once before. Uh, welcome back, Angelo. Yes, yes, hello. <laughs> you are responsible for our intros. Yes, I yeah. am. I am, actually. <laughs> so wait, a uh, quick question before we get into it, dude. What, like, intros is like, me and Cody just come up to you and like, hey, here's our genre, do that's, something in three That's days. pretty much like how it happens. Like, you just come up to me and he's like, hey, listen, I need an intro. Like, oh, when do you need it? <laughs> Two or three days. Like, All right, dumb. I'll start I need you to do it. something you're not used to playing. Yeah. Right. Jazz. And then and then the last one was... Um, uh, like Deathcore. 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 And then there was the, the pop punk one before yeah. that. How do you... That was my favorite. How do you approach that when we come up to you and like... Do you, like, look up things for inspiration, or like, do you look kind up... Kind of, yeah. I kind of, like, look, look up, like, bands or, like, the, the music, like, in that genre, and I, I kind of just, like, sit down with it for a little while. I'm like, all right, I need to get used to this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. A true artist. Before I, like, <laughs> jump right into it, because that's usually what helps, like, give me the ideas and everything, you know, so... Well, we freaking love it, man. Thank you. I'm just glad it's been working out. <laughs> it has been working out <laughs> very well. Yes. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Um, Cody, let's get into this chess game. What color are you this week? Oh, well, last week I won. Don't Whatever. We don't need to talk about that. Don't gloss over that. What are you going to... Uh, the score is 84 to 77 to 4, and this week I am bottle green. Ah, so funny you say that because... Um, is it... <laughs> is it ever? <laughs> no. Uh, that's a good color, though. It's like a very vibrant, glossy green kind of... Yeah, yeah. Translucent. Uh, I'm Fandango. <laughs> is that orange? No, surprisingly, what? it's not like the movie symbol. It's a uh, pink. It's like a... Oh, what? It's like that. Because Fandango is the... It's like the theater. orange F, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Well, it's like it's like a... Like that. Like a very vibrant purple, violet yeah. kind of thing. It's cool. Yeah. It's Anyways, right. but uh, Fandango color. best bottle green, so... Yeah. You sell way more tickets than me. <laughs> not not, uh, not sponsored. Um. Anyways. Angela, what you been up to, man? It's been a while since we had you on. Uh, it's been a while. Um, pretty much <laughs> just been the usual. Uh, just been working on music. Got yeah. that show coming up in November. Tell us uh, about your show, bro. Dude, it is the the official full length album release. Oh man! So there's a lot of prepping under your name, thing. Angelo Munji, right? Yes, yes, that yeah. is I. <laughs> so yeah, it's just pretty much prepping up for that. Um, you know, work, school. Just been trying to keep myself busy. You know, yeah. So. First album, huh? Yeah, first yeah. album. Yeah. Because you've done album. EPs before, correct? I have, but I haven't really been, like, public about those, because it's kind of just, like, personal, like, experimentation and all that, so it's, mm-hmm. like, uh, kind of just for me, you know, just to kind of... I remember when you came out with your EP, Gentleman, um, it, dude, it was, like, out of nowhere, I was like, what the... Yeah, <laughs> legit, it's just like, oh, here, by the way, I just made yeah, this. Yeah, but I was, like, so impressed, I was like, what the hell, like, you didn't even say anything about, like, yeah. the recording of the EP, it just came out. Yeah. And then uh, I was impressed with it, too, so it's, like, to see you... Actually, putting in the work and doing your full length album is really cool. Yeah. So that's being released on what day? Do you have a, do you have a release date in mind? As of right now, no. But the show, when I will have the album officially <laughs> and everything, uh, November third. Tight. Um, so I'll have the albums and everything by then. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much just waiting everything for be prepped up and all that yeah. mastered and 
press. Working on all the behind the scenes stuff and yeah. all the press. goodies. <laughs> well, not press, but like the CDs to get made. Yeah, and like that. he just wants vinyl. Physical uh, copies. Mm-hmm. Like Cody's like, can you make it's a vinyl, like, what's please? What's a CD? Yeah. <laughs> you doing those gigantic things? Do you think it's <laughs> stressful getting all that stuff prepared? Um, it definitely like requires a lot of time management. Um, mm-hmm. Time just flies by so fast. It's kind of like, oh wait, hold on. Like I haven't done anything yet. <laughs> yeah. Like and when did you initially start like your project? Like, like I'm gonna start recording now. Um, oh, like, officially, like, re- like the first day I recorded, like, for the full length and everything was last year. Yeah. Um, around, I want to say November, December. Ooh, so it's almost been a full year into the project. Almost, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. And just a lot of work. There's, there, you know, there's a lot of, like, going back to the project and, like, changing a whole bunch of things up. And sure. Now that it's actually done, there's, like, more of the behind-the-scenes stuff, you know, prepping up the show getting people lined up for the show and yeah. uh, you, you know how all the work that goes into that so yeah, it's, it's fun <laughs> it's just like uh man it's just hard because like you don't have anyone breathing down your neck to do it like not not that I've ever had that but it's like you have to be your own boss and kind of like set your own deadline set your own yeah. you know because if not it'll never get done that's yeah. the thing it's like so easy to push it on the side too it's so, so easy and you don't you don't ever want to have to push it aside unless it's like for a good reason because um, if you don't work on it it just won't get done exactly. and that's it yeah. dude, it'll never get done so that's why it's like when you set the date especially when you announce it and <laughs> everyone's know. like everyone's holding you yeah, yeah, it's know, like right? oh I have to actually finish yeah because yeah. you can't just like announce it and then not do it and it puts like, that much more pressure and everything like, hey uh, Angela when, what was that thing you posted about your album like when's that coming out it's like, like December oh, <laughs> oh uh, <laughs> you remember didn't think people were actually keeping up <laughs> <laughs> that's so crazy man but I, I can't wait for it to come out man thank I'm sure you, you can't you. wait for it to be over yeah, too definitely like I'm, <laughs> I'm so glad you know <laughs> do you have anything planned for after like right after uh, as of right break, now or? um I guess it's just following up as best as I can you know with shows and maybe trying to you know get more merch maybe set up like a little, little mini tour and all yeah, that so that. pretty much just following up after the show making sure that the the momentum keeps going you know because i don't want like this show to be like okay like we're done like that's, that's it that's like, the peak like yeah. that's it that's as good as it's gonna get so be the worst i think it's peak. the hardest part for most like new bands it's like mm-hmm. you have to do something great like an ep or put out like a good single and yeah. it's like Create then you have to capitalize on that right exactly. you can't just put it out and be like well stuff's just gonna happen now. Right? <laughs> that's hard because you're constantly setting the bar higher and higher for yourself places you've never done like like things you've never done before so it's like oh dude like you're constantly setting goals that haven't been achieved by yourself before like can you do this can you do this like, <laughs> right? it's a constant question mm-hmm. that keeps popping up yeah but i mean that's a fun thing too is especially when it all works out it's like oh Thank God that worked out. It's <laughs> just like, thank God. Uh, sorry now, I have, now I have a CD I can physically hold. Like, I remember when I opened up my, uh, my package of CDs, I was like, dude, this is the coolest thing. Mm-hmm. I finally get to hold something. It. Right. it was an idea, and now it's in my hand. It's like, mm-hmm. it's so cool. But, no, it's awesome, dude. Yeah. Right. So, thank you, thank you. So pretty busy, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. pretty busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you've been up to other than, like, musical work or anything like that? Not really. Just I, mean, just, I guess, like, <laughs> writing new songs and, mm-hmm. yo, just... But you've been, you've been, uh... This might be a good segue. <laughs> You've been training for something, haven't you? Yeah, actually. Uh, so, um, I decided, you know, my girlfriend and I decided to enter Spartan Race yeah. uh, in December for the very first time. Uh, it's Spartan kind of nerve-wracking. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I've never done anything, like, physical like this, mm-hmm. you know, you know, and I, I'm looking forward to the challenge. It's like, yo, I could do this. Like, I yeah. can do it, you know, so. You can do it. Yeah. yeah so, it's just training up for that. So. Where is it at? Uh, LA. Yeah, Sprint, LA. Uh, Sprint. Yeah. It's, uh, first week of December, too, so. 
It should be nice and cold. Yeah, yeah it's hopefully. Awesome. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Right? Yeah. That was us in March. We were like, hey, let's just go do this thing. We had never done it before. Right, yeah. It's hard. It's harder than you think it will be. I know, that's why but, I'm kind of just like, oh, man. Like, so wait, wait, have you done like a five? It feels great so, after, yeah. besides the pain. Yeah. Right? It's harder than you think mm-hmm. it'll be, but it's not impossible. Have you ever done like any obstacle course races before? No, not really, actually. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This is a good one. This is so a really it's good like, one. this is a kind of a way to start off, you know? It's yeah. Like, do the Spartan Race Organization, some of the best, best races uh, in the country, I think, and... Um, yeah, dude, you're gonna have so much fun. Yeah, I, I bet it's yeah. exciting, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, just keep that endurance up. I know, right? Yeah. Just like dude, forget strength. Just work on endurance. Straight up cardio. Strength comes yeah. after. Yeah, That's, strength is a uh, cherry on top. Yeah, strength helps, but it's it's literally just making sure you can finish. Yeah, because yeah. if you get to the obstacle and you can't do it, that's fine. Just but you have to get to the end somehow. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Totally yeah. Mm-hmm. Those last monkey bars, I was like, mm-hmm. I can't oh, do it. Yeah. I could see the finish line, but I was like, I can't do it. Yeah, just quit. Walk home. They put the worst obstacles at the end, too. Yeah. They know what they're doing. <laughs> right? They, they do know what they're doing. They still best me. <laughs> yeah, man. That's crazy, dude. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into it. I mean, because you mentioned it before. Like, it's not like it's a surprise. It's a hack surprise. Uh, freaking. So, I just got back from Seattle today. Uh, you know, for real. <laughs> I, got, I got back uh, from doing Spartan Race in Seattle. It was a beast, uh, which is like the 13-mile run. And this is my second beast, um, but this is my ninth total Spartan Race. Uh, and it was awesome, dude. I've never raced in Seattle before. It was beautiful weather. It was very cold in the morning, so that was very intimidating. We got to the track at like 8 in the morning, and it was like 47 degrees. And I was like, I don't know if I can do this, man, because I started getting flashbacks from Lake Tahoe, which I've talked about on chest out before so you can mm-hmm. go back and check that out but um yeah i was just getting scared like as far as like temperature wise i know i didn't train at all for this race like as much as i should have. i trained but not enough definitely not enough so i was very nervous very stressed out going into this race and uh yeah went in came out alive got my medal and my second trifecta win and um yeah i'm super happy that's over man like it's it was a it was an experience man like the, the cool thing about seattle too is like you <laughs> this race you ran through every possible terrain you could think of everything mm-hmm. you ran yeah. through grass through mud through dirt through sand through like water through rocks through pebbles through wood chips <laughs> dude i was my feet were like what in the hell is going on out here <laughs> dude it hurt so bad my knees were killing really uh, yeah like there's these sections like because we went we, we parked and like we kind of took a sigh of relief, like, okay, there's not a lot of mountains here, thank God, because in Tahoe, there's mountains everywhere, and you have to climb two of them, full-on mountains. So we were happy we didn't see that. But we saw a lot of trees, and we're like, well, we don't know what's in there. <laughs> and, of course, the track led us into the forest, and that's where it got rocky, like, literally. Like, it, jagged hiking trails, like, you are constantly have to look at the ground, because it's never a flat surface. Your, your feet are always... Is, I was scared for my ankles. Like, people can l- easily roll their ankles. Like, and that was very, very scary. Um, but, no, we just kept going through and we eventually made it out of the, out of the woods, as Taylor Swift would say. But, um... You did it in Snohomish? Snohomish, yeah. It's not really Seattle. It's Snohomish. Yeah, right. <laughs> but the one here in Las Vegas isn't really Vegas. It's in Mesquite. Mm-hmm. So right. it's like, what the heck? Yeah. But... <laughs> I'm just trying to see if they put out, like, stats about the race now that it was over. Probably in a day or so. It was just yesterday. Yeah. I'm recording this. Um, but, dude, it was wild. But you you would say it was easier than... Than Tahoe? Yeah. Yeah, very much so. 
Yeah, yeah. It was it was definitely easier than Tahoe. Lake Tahoe. The reason why Lake Tahoe is so hard is because for the World Championships. So oh, all the elite Spartans that race for a living go here to duel it out, and they don't make it easier for the other people. Hell like, no! You just do it too. You just do it too. <laughs> yeah, you sign up for this. Like Spartans already a big word, and you said elite Spartans. I'm like, dude, yeah, <laughs> those elites are crazy. Yeah. I dude today. Oh, uh, not today. In Seattle, <laughs> Snohomish. During the race, I saw this guy who looked just like the Mountain from Game of Thrones. I swear, oh man. no, just way. like him, short hair, beard, like. Built like a freaking ogre, dude. Yeah. Like it was crazy, and he was he was good. Like I didn't think his upper body like would help, allow him to run, but he was flying, dude. And then he get on these like obstacle courses, where and just like, zip through it. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy, man. I didn't think like because of his weight, like obviously he could probably hold up a, a mountain in, in itself, but <laughs> he would like do the monkey bars. I'm like, it's so weird to see a really buff guy doing these, yeah. like because he looked just like him, dude. He's huge, yeah. man. Uh, Does so it make you feel like inadequate, like watching? I was like, dude, don't eat me. <laughs> it was it was crazy, dude. But it's cool. And but you know what? One thing I'll never forget, and I've I've seen this before, in different like, you know like settings, but like in different Spartan settings. But we were running, and uh, I was just trying to keep my team like because Roman's like I want to go for six hours, and the last Spartan beast I did I finished in seven hours. So I was like, I don't know, dude. Like that's a lot I, of time to shave off. Yeah, exactly. Real. But <laughs> you know what? Hour. I respect Roman so much for keeping that his goal, no matter how many times I told him. Like I don't know, dude. I never said we can't do it, but I just kept saying. You, you could see I was uneasy. I was like, I don't know. That's that's tough. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah cutting off like a whole hour. From exactly. Yeah, and, like, but you know what? Though, granted, Tahoe was about a mile and a half longer. But mm-hmm. still, though, we killed our time. We we finished in five hours and thirty seven minutes. Yeah. And so I, I gave Roman a high five. I was like, dude, props to you, man, because you're the one who called it. Mm-hmm. But. With that mindset, I kept using that as an excuse to keep running. Because every time we would slow down, I'd be like, six hours, guys. Come on. Let's keep going. So we'd start running again. And keep it like a light jog. Just anything but walking. Because mm-hmm. anything's faster than walking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a point where we are you know, doing a light jog. And I stop. And I see someone ahead of me on the track. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I got like I lost for words. And I, I turned around. And I looked. Uh, I think it was Roman. He's the first person I saw. And I was like, it's like, hey, man, you want some motivation? Like, check that out. And he looks, and we see um, a guy racing, and but he's using his arms. Cause he does not have any legs. Wow. He doesn't have a lower half, no prosthetics or anything. Jeez. He's just using his arms, and he's going. And I looked at him, I was like, dude. And we were already at four miles in, so I was like, no excuse. We got to go. Like, yeah. We, we, we got to keep going. Like, we, there's no excuse for feeling, you know, like we can't do it or inadequate. Like, this guy's out here racing, you know, showing his tough skin and... My God, that was very wow, moving. Man. Very, so very moving. Wow. Um, and he had someone with him, of course, just keeping an eye on him. But dude, like, it was all him, though. It That's was crazy. It That's was really, really cool geez. to see. But like, wow, I was like, I was very, very shocked. Like, I have seen people like with you know missing limbs before, but this was just like this took the cake. <laughs> he was missing legs. Not yeah, just, like, he, he was like, whole lower half, dude. Yeah. It was, it was very. Very motivational and like you know, uh, props to him because I, I know he finished too. Like he was, the determination in his face. He was inspiring people without even knowing it. Like he was crazy. Right. That's crazy. Man. So we just kept going, dude. So when we finished and I saw our time, I was like, hell yeah, dude, we did it. Like it, it is possible, you know. Um, so it was a really cool team uh, moment, team building moment. Did you um, try and count up how many obstacles? Dude, yeah. there's more than thirty. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's definitely more oh, than thirty. And on the beast, there's they're ruthless, man. <laughs> and uh, with Spartan races too, man, like they always have something different. They always have something up their sleeve, a new obstacle to try out, and they never announce it. And this one, they did not disappoint. Uh, towards the end, like literally the last mile, 
is when they throw all the freaking obstacles at you. So we finished up the Hercules hoist, where it's like a pulley system where you pull up heavy, heavy sandbags. And uh, we finished that. We're going on to the next one. And we went to um, this thing. I forgot what they call it, but it was basically a ladder system where you just climb Chaos. a ladder. Huh? What? <laughs> no. But anyways, you climb a ladder, ring the bell. It's simple as that. But it's about 30 feet in the air. Uh, it's a, rope. a ladder? It's a rope ladder. Oh. I've never seen it before. So it's poles and rope, and that's what the ladder's made up of. And it's going 30 feet up in the air. It's super tall. So it's not like a solid... No, so it's round. Like, it's a round step. And okay. It's tied to rope, and that's it. So it's just swinging from this huge, huge... Uh, oh, you know I what I mean? It's like a rope ladder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like, think of a pirate ship when they throw the ladders over. Right. It's a rope ladder, yeah. Except this wasn't flat surface. It was, like, friggin' poles. Right. And huh. it was skinny. Like, it was... You could probably fit two hands in it comfortably, and that's it. That's as much... That's how wide it got. So I looked at it, I was like, it's a ladder. How hard can it be? And, uh, well, when it's 13 miles in, it's like, okay... As soon as you get on it, dude, you see how unstable this ladder is, and that got me. And I don't like heights, right? Mm -hmm. So I start climbing, but I'm trying to figure out a technique, and I was looking at people, and it seemed like everyone was trying to figure it out, too. So I'm like, I guess I just got to get in there and try. So I put my foot up there, and, like, my technique was put one foot in, one foot around, and climb up the heel, because I didn't have room to put both my feet in. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, if you keep yourself bent, your legs go forward, and you lean back. Mm-hmm. So you have to keep your body straight. So you got to use core strength to keep your body as straight as possible and just take it one rung at a time. And I was getting scared, dude, because it was swinging and I couldn't get a, I felt like I never really got a good stable, like, you know, balance on it. Right. And I was like, dude, if I fall, like, I'm going to die. <laughs> Simple as that. You'll Bye. die before you dude, get it took me a minute to get up there, man. And when I got up there, I was like, I don't want to go up another mm-hmm. step. I just reached for the bell and I barely hit it, but it made a noise. I was like, that counts. I'm like, shit, I got to go down. Like, yeah. <laughs> going up was already hard enough. So I started making my way down slowly, slowly, just, you know, it's swinging. I'm just trying to keep control <laughs> as much as I can. And then I get pretty close. I'm like about about eight feet from the ground. I get down another rung, and then I hear a voice behind me. He's like, you okay? I was like, I, I guess they saw how shaky I was because I knew I was shaky. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And But no one said anything to me right after that. And I looked down, and a guy is literally right underneath me on his back looking up at me, but his eyes are closed. And I was like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> and I remember he climbed next to me, so he must have fell. Oh, and he landed on his back right under me. So I was like, oh, that's why they're saying that. So I was like, how do I get off this ladder? He's right under me. He's literally right under me. Yo. So the lady kind of pushed me, and I kind of just stepped off the ladder as stable as I could. Yeah. And I looked at him. He was okay. He just, like, got the wind knocked out of him or something. Oh, yeah. And I didn't see it happen, but I guess he was climbing up, or I don't know if he was coming back down, but he was about 10 feet from the ground, and that's when he fell. Oh, dude. dude. He landed on hay, but oh, still, okay. like, that still hurts. Yeah, so. still, man. Like, yeah, and he was, a, he was a bigger guy, too, so mm-hmm. it's like, I felt bad. And everyone's, like, crowding around him. I was like, I get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he was okay, though. He crossed the finish line before we did, so. Oh, like, wow. he, he was okay. He got back up. He just finished, because I was waiting for everyone else, though. But that was, by far, like, the biggest, like, shocker obstacle. Mm-hmm. was like, what the hell is this, and where did this come from? Mm-hmm. But, if I saw... I, I don't want to do that one again. I really hope they get rid of it because, <laughs> dude, it is that bad. Like, Jeez. scared you. I did. Yeah, it did. It really did you actually do a regular rope, cl- rope climb as well? Yeah. So I failed two obstacles this time. Oh, it was wow. a spear throw, of course, and then uh, I failed the rope climb. Oh wow! Because it was at mile ten, and uh, dude, zero percent strength was in my upper body. Yeah, my legs were already at ten. Like I was, I, I I got about halfway up. Right, and I tried twice, and this is my second try. I got about halfway up, and. I hit a wall. I just couldn't do it. And everyone's like, come on, Eddie, you can do this because everyone else did it. And I was really trying, dude. I was like, I know how to do this. Like, I know how to do this. I've done rope climbs before mm-hmm. now and I know how to do it. I couldn't get it, man. I could not. 
I could not muster the strength to raise my arm up again and pull myself up a little bit more. It yeah. just couldn't. It seemed like the world was against me. So I was just like, I just let go. I just like kind of, sh- you know, Should got back down. And I did my burpees and they helped me out too, but I was very disappointed. Did you do all 30? Um, so I did about 15 and then yeah. everyone did pitched in five burpees for me. Because yeah. you can pitch in burpees for your teammates. Right. So, yeah. and I was like, no, it's okay. I got Because I felt like I needed it. I, I owe it to myself to do these burpees. Like I have yeah. to. So I just kept doing it. But uh, they're like, no, no, you're good. We got you. I'm like, all right. <laughs> um, it, it was very disappointing for me. But then I made it up for it right away, right after. Because the next one was the multi-rig. Um, which is you have to get from point A to point B using your upper body strength, oh. uh, whether it be monkey bars yeah. or ropes or uh, rope like little rings yeah, or yeah, yeah. poles. So they, what is it called? The multi rig. Oh, they they called it something different when we did it. Uh, it should have been the multi rig because there's monkey bars. Oh, the twister. There's the twister. That was the one that rotates. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. Um, I've seen but videos of the multi. rig The multi rig is different every race. Like it's yeah. just a combination of three different. Um, upper body strength style like ways to get across um but they always use like the rings and they mm-hmm. always use a pole that shimmies um mm-hmm. but they always either throw in ropes or uh full length ropes or something crazy and uh, this one i hate the multi-rig i've always like it's either you get it or you don't and it's like it's never the same so it's okay if you miss but uh this one was a pole rings and then right in the middle of the rings section they throw one little rope with a baseball on it so it's like you have to use a different style of grip strength and uh, I saw Roman go first, right? Roman's shimming across the pole. I'm like, dude, I don't know what I'm going to do. I couldn't even do the rope mm-hmm. climb. I have nothing up here anymore. He gets past the pole. He gets on the rings. And then he's getting to the baseball. And he grabs it. And he slips. Oh. But he's hanging on with one hand with the ring. <laughs> and then he reaches back up and grabs the ball again. And just kind of stabilizes himself. Yeah. And then he's like thinking about it. Going to make the commitment to you know, let go of the ring. Mm-hmm. Use the ball to get across. And... Uh, he does it. He he absolutely does it. He he wow. he conquers it. It was like highlight MVP moment of the week. Um, yeah. <laughs> what up, y'all? Hey, what's up? Okay, we're recording right now. I'm gonna go ahead and you guys need me just nice hair, bro. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. yeah, he gets across, and it was like it just, I was just like looking at him. I was like, that's so cool, dude. If I like go with the one hand, I would be like, "All right, I'm done." Right, <laughs> dude, no, like, I told, I'm like, I'm done. I told uh, my teammate, I told Risto, I was like, "Yo, if I touch that baseball, I'm going down. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. Like, I can't. I don't have any. Like, I can do maybe the rings, but that's it." So what'd you end up doing then? So I ended up going across the pole mm-hmm. and I made it to the rings. I was like, "All right." My my plan was to skip the ball, but it was so far apart, like the rings. And you like ring. have to, yeah. Yes. So I was like, I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it starts off with two rings, then ball, and then two more rings, right? So I got to the two rings, and I was like, all right, I'm here now. So I just needed to just swing my hips. So I built up as much momentum as I could swinging my hips, yeah? And then uh, I was like, here we go. I let go with one hand, and I go past the ball, and I'm, like, trying to reach the other ring. And in my head, I'm like, I see why they put it so far. <laughs> like, they yeah. want people to do the ball. Uh. But I was like, not today. <laughs> and I grab it with just, like, my fingertips. And then I try to, like, muster up, like, strength to pull it. And then I finally got it. And I was, like, stretched out super yeah. wide. <laughs> and then I went ahead and just swung back. And I, I, I barely got it. So wow. I was happy, though. I was like, thank God, dude. Because I knew if I grabbed that ball, I would have failed this one, yeah. too. So that was, like, my highlight for sure. But it was a good race, though, man. It was a really good race. We were super tired. Yeah, you guys killed it. A little man. sore today. Oh, um, I just remember being at work. I'm like, man, they're racing right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm surprised we finished as early as we did, too, because like, we told Ashley, come back at 4 p.m. We finished <laughs> at, like, 3. So, like, we're like, hey, you can come back now. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool, man. It was a lot of fun. Um, 
definitely can't wait for the next ones. But and was that your second trifecta this year, or just the second? Just trifecta? second trifecta. This yeah. is the first one of this year, but second one total. Yeah. So. Were or is Roman still going for two this year? No, no, no. no. We're we're all not because finan- uh, financially wise, like it's just not a lot of money. Well. Yeah, it's a yeah. lot of money because traveling. Two trifectas would be like just. The, I think two trifectas like just Spartan fees, like paying for those. Uh, it's like a thousand, right? Um, no, I'd probably say like about like anywhere between six fifty to eight hundred. So almost on the close end of a thousand, though. Yeah, I mean towards. I mean, yeah, yeah give or take. But uh, it's the traveling that's what's going to get oh, you. Oh yeah. yeah. That that's unless you live in California, where like there's always something within a couple. Yeah, uh, I mean, you got Monterey, San Jose, uh, Tahoe, Tahoe, San Francisco. But even Tahoe is quite the drive, though. You know. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it's just you got to plan it out like a year in advance. Like get your calendar set up for the races specifically. Yeah, because I was looking at the website and they have. Races planned for even like October 2018 mm-hmm. already. So it's oh, like they're already planning our next, you know, handful of races for next year. So last yeah. and all them, I'm like damn, yeah. <laughs> crazy. So it's fun though, man. Like, hey, I hope you uh, you guys are gonna be doing one uh, again, right? Uh, eventually, yeah. it'd be nice too. It's yeah. fun. So I it's, haven't been to the gym since before the last one. Oh, it's all good. Well, <laughs> probably like the week before the last one. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, just you know, let us know when we'll be yeah. racing. We yeah. can't wait for Angela to join the team finally. So oh, it's like man. we're so excited <laughs> after hearing all this. I know. I just like you're, you're gonna get up there, dude. Once you do the sprint, you're gonna do the super with us, and then the yeah, beast, dude, and then the beast. You're gonna get trifecta. Oh. All y'all. <laughs> but yeah, I'm happy to be home and not having to stress about mm-hmm. having to work out. Mm. When's the next one? Uh, December sprint. Okay. LA. Yeah. But next year we'll let Another you know. Spring. We'll we'll understand what the calendar looks like for next year though. Mm-hmm. Probably won't be so bad for you on huh, a sprint after doing a beast. Oh I'm actually like stoked. I'm trying yeah. to go for time. I'm trying to get it under an hour. Oh under yeah. An hour? Dang. I mean it's right. doable. It's a five K. I mean most people finish five Ks between twenty eight to thirty six minutes on average if you like train for them. Yeah. Uh, adding obstacles maybe like another twenty five minutes if it's perfect. Yeah. If you don't fail. And what's the fastest you've ever done a sprint before? Me? Um I don't know. To be honest, I don't know. Between, like, an hour and two hours? Uh, I know the last one I did was in Tahoe. This was after, I just the day after I did the Beast, so I was really sore. But, like, we finished the sprint in an hour 50, I want to say. And I know I can get easily under an hour 30, but it'd be cool to go for an hour. Maybe that's, like, the long-term goal. But for right now, for this race in December, I'm going to go for, like, hour 20. You know, anything under that, I'll be really happy with. I'm going to try and keep up with you then. <laughs> Dude, the guy, uh, the freaking beast, uh, the fastest time in Seattle, uh, well, I think it was like, I think just under two hours. And that's stupid, dude. So you're what? just running the entire time. Dude. Wait, you're talking about the Beast. I think under so. Under two hours. Yeah. I, someone, he was, it's definitely not under, th- just under three hours. It was definitely like around the two hour mark. Like, no way. That is dumb. That's ridiculous, That is super man. dumb. Mm-hmm. But people do it, man. Our buddy Conrad, he, uh. Uh, he got like three hours and fifty something minutes. You don't even need to take a day off work to do that. Yeah. You'd bust that out like right after work and You'd then go home. For breakfast, right? yeah. <laughs> That's like God. pure athlete right there. Jeez, um, man. Yeah, I can't do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see what happens though. That's sick. Just thinking about them, like yo. <laughs> yeah, it's like who's trying to die? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm good. But yeah, it's some fun stuff though. So that's, that's what you're weekend's been just surviving and tomorrow i get my wisdom teeth pulled Ugh. so oh boy i got another beast ahead of me 
Mm-hmm. You're getting all of them taken out, right? Yeah, because I don't want to go back and do that again. Are, who's picking you up? Carlos, right? Yeah, either Carlos or James, yeah. Are you going to have them record you when they pick you up? I think they already know to record me. Oh, yeah. right. I, I don't even think they're going to ask for permission. They're just going to do it. Uh, <laughs> Which is, I think, the, the right thing to do. I would do it if I was picking someone up. Do you have ice cream stocked up? Uh, you know what? I should probably go buy that tonight. Yeah, you should probably yeah, buy some ice cream. Because I won't be able to drive much. <laughs> I'm going to be on pain pills like crazy. Oh, man. It's going to suck. It's going to be a poopy week. Yeah. You're recovering <laughs> from the Spartan, then your mouth's going to be recovering. Oh, Jesus, dude. But yeah, what have you guys been up to, though? Uh, whole lot of nothing, really. <laughs> uh, like I told you before we started recording, we started playing the Walking Dead Telltale game. Yeah, yeah. And have I you played that, Angelo? No, you know about it though? Walking Dead Telltale by Telltale Games? It's just kind of like an interactive story. Mm. Like, it's not really a game. It's just like things happen on the screen. And and then you choose like what. But you have a control. Make decisions. Yeah, Yeah, there's brief moments in the gameplay where like you're actually walking around and you choose who you want to talk to and like what you want to interact with and then (laughs) go from there. (laughs) Yeah, but it's just very much like a story that you are a part of. Sure, yeah, and that's always really cool too. Right. Yeah. yeah. And the decisions you make, they last throughout the entire game, mm-hmm. which is cool. And like when stuff happens, they're like, oh, blah, 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 is going to remember what you said. Or they are going to notice that you didn't make a decision. Yeah. So it's, it's cool. Like, oh, Rick, they remember. Saw your lie. Yeah, yeah right. stuff like that. Freaking uh, Glenn saw you call him a Yeah, Glenn was, in the, Glenn was in the game. Herschel was in the game. It's oh, like cool. little Easter oh, eggs hey. in like, the yeah. show. Oh, yeah? Like, that's cool. Because yeah. like, this. Me, Herschel, and. Sean, who's Maggie's like brother that they talk about briefly in the show, uh, who but died he's a, before the show starts. Yeah, he's alive uh, in the game. Yeah. Oh, cool. spoilers! Yeah. Is he alive in the comics or something? Like that? Is this Probably. is this more based off the comics? Like, no, more strictly. Like, because I know the comics and TV, TV kind of take like a slight separate path, but they're mm-hmm. still. I don't know. Exactly. It's like original characters. Okay. Just yeah. like the story they just takes use characters. place in Atlanta, and yeah, like yeah. they like. It's like almost like, like an alternate, like kind of like yeah. the stories kind of coincide very slightly mm-hmm. or indirectly. Like they meet Glenn, and he ends up with a walkie-talkie in the story, and then he's like, "My friends are back in Atlanta. I have to go help yeah. them." Yeah, and that's where. Uh, gotcha. That's cool. That's, yeah, that's cool. cool. Him. Telltale made another. Uh, they made a bunch. What was another one that they were most known for? Because I know Walking Dead is probably like one of the best um, ones. Tales from Borderlands. They did The Wolf uh-huh. Among Us. They did Wolf Game of Thrones. Oh, and Game of Thrones. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, they've done, like, they've really branched out a lot in their games. Mm-hmm. But The Walking Dead, the one I'm playing, that's, like, what really made them blow up yeah. and get people into the whole genre. Yeah. But it's cool because I've never watched a show. I never want to watch a show. But I'm playing this <laughs> I'm game. So much, <laughs> yeah. I'm playing the game and I'm like, oh, this is actually, like, cool. And, like, I like the lore behind this world and how mm-hmm. crazy people get when they're stuck. Because between the first and second episode of the game, three months pass. And, like, mm-hmm. after the three months, like, people are starting to kind of lose it yeah yeah so it's cool to see like dang man you know what else does that the show yeah but that (laughs) takes like six hours to get through that yeah it does it took us a few hours to get through one episode of this game but it was good the whole way through Mm -hmm. not the whole way the whole way through the game has clementine the show doesn't have clementine it's clementine uh, she's a little girl character that you like rescue in like the first couple minutes and like you kind of take her on as her own because your character discovers that her parents probably are already dead. Sure, yeah. But her, she doesn't know that yet, and so you're just kind of, like, keeping her safe <laughs> until you figure out what to do with her, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So kind of like The Last of Us. Yeah. Very similar to that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ellie. 
<laughs> like you just kind of like happen upon her and like the apocalypse is happening you're like well I don't want to just leave this little girl here so do you know if they're going to make that movie by the way The Last of Us movie The Last of Us movie yeah uh-huh. that was, I think it was an idea for a while and they even like rumored that um, Maisie Williams Maisie Williams was going to be Ellie for that now. yeah I mean, she you? still looks like she's dude. She can, she looks like a kid forever. Yeah. Like for the, she's one of those girls. She's, she's got the baby face. <laughs> yeah, she it, just, it just helps that she's super small. Yeah, it does. Yeah, they just get a uh, who? They could probably get Jake Gyllenhaal to play Joel. Don't you think? Jake Gyllenhaal or Hugh Jackman? Huge Jackman. Huge Jackman. But, but dude, you can't, you can't not see like well, like Logan because that whole Logan movie was like Last of Us, but like in the X Men universe. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. You think? Yeah. Like, um, so a year ago, there was a IGN article that came out, and the director for it, Neil Druckmann, uh, the, this article says, the Last of Us game director, Neil Druckmann, offered some disappointing news about the film's future. I know I said in an interview a while back, we had a table read, got the script to a good place, and it kind of entered development hell, like these things tend to do. Yep. There hasn't been any work done on it in over a year and a half. Damn, that's So, tough, like, they were starting to work on it, and then I bet yeah. they got into like logistics and like, filming we and just can't like, do it right yeah, now. yeah and it's just like well maybe it's not as feasible as we thought it Which, would be a good movie it would it, was yeah. it doesn't even have to be the last of us game made into a movie it could yeah. just be in the last of us universe and yeah. i still think it'd yeah. be a good movie because mm-hmm. that last of us story from the game is so strong but i think they can get away with doing something else in that universe like just the circumstances given mm-hmm. uh, here's another couple characters doing whatever they need to do aren't they working on the last of us 2 as well yeah, 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 I did hear about that too. Yeah, I just remember seeing the trailer for the Last of Us Two. Yeah, there's a trailer for it. Yeah, I, I haven't was, seen it. Yeah, oh, <laughs> no, I didn't know. Yeah, there's a little trailer for it. It starts out, I think, like Ellie's like playing here the guitar and like jamming. Yeah, that's right. Never mind. I did see oh, it. Yeah, 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 it was announced. Yeah, yeah. That was at E3, right? Uh huh. Yeah, I think yeah. it was E3. Yeah. <laughs> oh jeez, I, I do remember that actually now. Oh man. Uh, yeah, it was just like a little teaser. There's a release date. I don't know if that's really No, that's what this article says. <laughs> well, while, while loading happens, let's uh, keep this chess game going, yeah? Oh, there it is. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Psych. Oh, that's <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, you can pre-order it already. Oh, sh- oh okay. Uh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> that's all good. Um... Yeah, I mean, that'd be cool, but yeah, I'd love to see a movie, though. That, and yeah. just, I'd love to see a Bioshock movie so bad. I'm going to keep asking oh. for it. I'm, gonna I'm keep so into, it. like, RPGs and everything, and I've never played Bioshock what? before. What? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my I still God. Need to beat it. It's one of my favorites. Like, yeah, I just the first phenomenal, one. It's so good. The second and third one, they're playable, but, like, that first one's where it's at, dude. That story. It just had, like, magic. That story game's strong. <laughs> oh, man. I remember it's, like, one of the few games where I, like, literally just dropped my remote, like, at the shock value. I was like, what? Like, how could this happen? Do you think it's because you played it when you were younger, or it was just that good? It was that good. <laughs> and I'll stand by that. <laughs> <laughs> Watch me. Watch me, bitch. <laughs> they could easily make it into like a two-parter kind of thing, because it's such a long story, but it's like it's so good. Mm-hmm. It Did takes, you ever watch it, the Shape of Water trailer? No. It looked like Bioshock, the movie, at Shape first. of Water? Yeah, it's um, Guillermo del Toro. Mm. Oh, what? Yeah. Yeah, that one... It looks like Bioshock. It doesn't look like the story of Bioshock, but, but it looks like Bioshock. the entire feel of it. I'm like, is this a Bioshock movie? <laughs> like a weird Bioshock I'm movie? I'm Bioshocked. Uh, Basically. Um, yeah, there is no set release date. That's okay. There was a, 
trailer at the PlayStation Experience 2016, mm-hmm. and Naughty Dog has just said, yeah, it's still early in development. Yeah. So, like, it's happening, just don't know when yet. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Yeah. hopefully. Is that one game that would make you get another console? Would you get like the Bioshock? PS? No, Last of Us Two. Oh, Last of Us. Um, like no, if, if it was mean, a PS Five. Honestly, at this point, of not playing games for such a long time, it's just like you're kind of like over it. No, not over it. I just don't think there's. I don't think there's anything really that will get me back into it. It's more of just a me thing. Like I have to get back into it myself. Like of course I love video games. Like I, that's why I'm not over it. Um, however, wanting to play something, I just got to have a strong, strong urge. And a lot of it usually is a nostalgia factor. But if it's like a new game coming out, I'm usually okay with missing out on the hype right now. And playing it whenever I get around to it. Um, however, maybe the one game that might do it might be like another El- Elder Scrolls installment. But it can't be another Skyrim, though. <laughs> it cannot I, be another Skyrim. I worry that they have the Elder Scrolls MMO and then they keep re-releasing Skyrim, so they're like, why would we spend money on developing a new Elder Scrolls when we make so much money just doing the online game and re-releasing Skyrim. Yeah. I worry that the Bethesda is just going to stick with that formula and not want to. They, they've hit this point where it's like they could, and that that's definitely an option. Unfortunately, it looks like that's what they're taking. Yeah. Um, however, uh, you know, even if they did another Elder Scrolls game, like, all right, let's say if they started in, what, two or three years, we'll see something kind of thing. Uh, do you think it'll be as good or if not better? Skyrim's six years old at this point. I feel like if they were going to make, if they knew they were going to make another game, they would have started like a year or two ago, so yeah. that way it can be released soon. So, but I guess my main question if is like, if they spent the time on it, um, like better? Two. Depends on what you want out of Elder Scrolls. Because do you want it more like Morrowind, where it's way more story based, or mm-hmm. do you want it like Skyrim, where it's like pick up and play, very action focused, minimal story and choices and decisions? Those are the two different Elder Scrolls. Minimal choice, uh, I, like as far as like in missions and all that. In missions quests. and like impact, because like, like I was gonna say, like Skyrim is such a like such an open world. Like yes. you can, you. I mean, me, like for example, one of my characters, I didn't even do the main story. Yeah, like I was just having fun doing side quests and just right. roaming around. And then the other one, I took it more seriously and did the story and you know worked on side missions mm-hmm. as I could. Um, I mean, I like. I mean, I think that's what makes Skyrim so playable. It's so much fun because it is so user-friendly. The options are endless with it as far mm-hmm. as that goes. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, 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 it did have... I'd like them to follow that formula again. Mm-hmm. But So you'd want a Skyrim 2.0? <laughs> when you say Skyrim 2.0, it's like they've already done that. Like, they're yeah. on Skyrim 5.0 right now. Right. But, uh, yeah, in, in a way, though, I, I know what you mean. Like, But it's like that kind of, once again, like brings the question. It's like, you know, how could, what route could they go? You know, like, what, can they make it better? Or are they just going to keep riding the Skyrim chain, make them follow games whenever they can? And, you know, it's just, know. it's just, uh, it's just like, I feel like they've already hit their peak and they're like, all right, yeah. well, let's just chill up here for yeah. a while and re release it for the next five years. <laughs> five, the next ten years. <laughs> Coming out this week or this year from Bethesda, Skyrim no, again. Like Skyrim X, <laughs> yeah. 10th anniversary edition. What did we do? We made the sky red. <laughs> That's it. Sixty dollars. Buy, yeah. Buy it again. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. <laughs> that seems kind of cool. Especially with PC, it's like the mods are endless. You know, mm. Thomas the Tank Engine as a dragon is the coolest mod by far. Yeah. Have you seen the Majora's Mask Moon though? I have. It's yeah. a cool addition to it, but I'm telling you, like gameplay wise though, that Thomas the Tank Engine when that comes out of the sky, that's the scariest thing. I like the fighter jets. <laughs> yeah, you can make the dragons fighter jets. 
funny. Yeah, they're stupid. <laughs> and they still shoot fire. Like, it's not different. It's just, like, they're very rigid and just, like, glide through. It's freaking what it's like, the lightsaber, though. That's, like, one of my favorites. Yeah. I saw someone get, like, a list of, like, 200-plus mods, mm-hmm. and they made it so, like, you could force grip somebody and throw lightsabers <laughs> at them. Yes. So I was like, wow, this is You play Skyrim, intense. right, Angelo? No, I haven't. Actually. What? Oh. Yeah. You play Bioshock or Skyrim? No, I haven't. Dude. So you don't really play video games, I'm gathering. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> not as much. I mean... Like, I'll let you borrow, borrow Bioshock. I, I play like... Well, I, play, I do play like local tournaments and stuff, but the games that I play are like fighting games. He's really uh, good at Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah, so He's like Kombat stupid Injustice. Do you like uh, Tekken? Tekken 7? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm actually into Tekken also, so... Yeah. it's Those are like my kind of thing. <laughs> Besides that, more of like RPGs such as like Final Fantasy. Like that's right. my like favorite game series time as well. Final Fantasy. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, Final Fantasy, though? Man, why are you going to do that? <laughs> Just say seven, dude. I know, right? I mean, <laughs> it's the best one. Yeah, I mean... Cloud, yeah. man, cloud. I know, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, just... If you don't say, I'm going to assume it's 10-2. Don't, don't you dare. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't don't you dare do that to me. <laughs> I feel like playing dress-up. Right? <laughs> it's okay. Oh, I love man. it. Good times, good times. Tekken, huh? So wait, how long have you been doing t- uh, like, tournaments for video games? <sighs> Uh, I, it started off with because like for me it, it's fairly recent. Yeah. It was fairly recent for me because I, I started doing it with uh, Mortal Kombat X. Yeah. So that's <laughs> when I like first started to do it and everything. The game pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's crazy, man. Like, cause I actually then took the time to like watch like the competitions that you yeah. like, like Evo and like you know Combo <laughs> Breaker and all that. I was like, yo, this is ridiculous. Like Dude. these guys are getting paid, like. A ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, like what are those cash prizes like? What are they Tons like? Of average. It's like yeah. well, the one that I was like a hundred thousand. Like it's it's crazy, man. Like it goes up there. Like How? esports has gone up. Man. What's the best you've done, like in a tournament? Five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> like as far as like placement wise and like what game was it and like how well did you do in terms of like compared to everyone else like uh I did win one Mortal Kombat X one. Um, oh nice. And that was. Two hundred dollars. Oh, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, nice little take home. Um, but it's ridiculous, man. Like every now and then, like we'll have like a, a person that plays over at EO, Evo, and they'll come over just to check it out. Completely just wipe the yeah. floor. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's like, why did you come here? Like, <laughs> oh, I just wasn't was bored. Yeah. You're just like just had the day off. Check it out. Make sure I still could. <laughs> so I make sure everyone knows who the champ still is. Right. Right. <laughs> For real, bro. And then like the other time, like we had this competition, and then the next day. Stanley had a visit over at the comic book store right next yeah. door. And I was just what? like, yo. Like, <laughs> Dude. That's awesome. crazy. Yeah, so what's the, next, what's the next tournament? I don't know. I ha- um, I'm still kind of training up and everything. <laughs> They're releasing like DLC and everything for Injustice 2. So it's like, all right, uh, I'm going to try uh, these new characters and everything. Waiting for uh, Try to get good at them. Yeah. That's so crazy. Like, I I don't know if I could ever be confident enough to be, like, enter myself into a tournament. Yeah, you know? a competitive like, game. Because there's games I'm good at, but, like, not good enough to where, like, I think I'm going to enter the tournament. Because, like... I always picture in my head like those are the best, the best, the best. Yeah, I feel like I'm good at a lot of games, mm-hmm. but I'm never like the best at a game. What I just be, play too many. What would be your tournament game if uh, they had a tournament for it? Tournament game. I mean, when I played Chivalry for a little bit, I was really good at that. The medieval hand-to-hand combat game. Okay. Like I felt like I could hold my own with a game like that. Mm-hmm. Wow, but it's how long can you go without eating? No, there's there <laughs> is competitive. <laughs> Modes and wow, <laughs> bathroom, <laughs> bathroom. How long you can hold your bathroom break? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> string of smoothies. Um, I don't know. Maybe League of Legends back in like high school when I was like playing it every single day. Yeah, maybe something like that. What about you? Speedrun Bioshock. 
<laughs> speedrun don't even say the word speedrun to me that that pissed me off because like, I'm I don't have the patience for speedrunning yeah. like the fact that you have to be that perfect at a game no, mm, not, not, not my style mm-hmm. uh, I don't know dude because I just like story based games yeah. it's like yeah. it, I can't really do a tournament like if you can speedrun that's the only way to do single player competitive but screw that though <laughs> like yeah. I said I'm never going to do speedrun like it's just uh, I don't know um, I guess like trying to think of like tournament style games that I could probably do uh, I'm not good enough at Mortal Kombat like yeah. at all uh, you know what <laughs> Mario Kart no well that's just a, a good time that's <laughs> just a good day. I, I like my friends I want to keep them you know? that's not, why you enter a tournament I'm with not that competitive people, right <laughs> you know Mario Kart would be fun I cannot do Smash Brothers I'm not good I enough. was thinking maybe Smash Brothers Ooh. just with all items on Shit, Even though yeah. that's not how you play tournaments, but I know still. I, I'm not good enough at Smash Brothers. I, maybe like all right. So when I was a kid, uh, my heyday, my peak season, uh, the NASCAR games, I was really good at. Like, you can turn left. Yeah. Hey, Watkins Glen though, that was the toughest track. I don't. I don't. I know. sucked at that track. Okay. No, but like I, I don't know. That was fun. I maybe that one. Maybe Mario Kart. Mask. Mario Kart would be a good one too because like I love Mario Kart. It's just I gotta I gotta be lucky though. I gotta be having a good day. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> would you have a tournament game, Brittany? Or would you try and speed run? Just play? <laughs> I can speedrun Sly. Sly? Yo, I know you I could. know that game by heart right but now. Could you get it under yeah. like an hour? I mean, if they don't count like the cutscenes you can't skip. Uh, I think I think they don't count those, yeah. Yeah, then yeah, probably. I could yeah. probably do Ocarina of Time. No like glitches, but like, you know, maybe like uh, I'd probably go for like time, like maybe like under ten hours, and then work my way down to eight, then yeah. then six. I think maybe like for Super Mario sixty four. Oh, like, uh, all stars! Oh. <laughs> all stars! All stars! Speed run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. speed run is like an hour. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, yeah, man. I think Ocarina with no glitches is like three or four hours. That's like this. I remember I tried playing it the whole thing in a day, and like I was just tired. Like I was like, <laughs> I was like ah, I'm over it today. <laughs> like I can I can only take so much Ocarina in one yeah. day, you know. So that that's that. Um, Me. I think it's you, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you moved your rook, and then I did a pawn. Sorry, oh, it's the only, this is the only chess talk you're going to get for the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to figure out whose turn it is. Usually what it's about. Yeah. Um, Somewhat related, but since you brought up Smash Brothers, when we used to play Melee as kids, we would play it with just Mr. Saturn and Paracels on. <laughs> Why? For fun. Dude, oh, what man. the hell? My favorite, just useless. My favorite thing with the new uh, new Smash Brothers is put, like, do, like, what's, what's the highest amount of players you can do? 16? Or eight? I can't even like imagine that. I think it's, mess, eight. I think it's eight players, yeah. but like all little mech on the <laughs> on the on the bridge level from uh, uh, Legend of Zelda. <laughs> it's just dude, it's so funny. <laughs> oh like little Mac. Little Mac. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, um, I remember the first time Smash Brothers came out in the N sixty four where Roman got it yeah, and like yeah. I went over his house I'm like this is the greatest game ever. Like and the freaking Master Hand thing, I was like, What? Like what game is this? Yeah. <laughs> I remember just blew our little minds when I would right. talk about it at school with friends, and they would say like, "Oh, did you ever? Did you get Mewtwo unlocked as a playable character?" It's like you can't do that. They're like, "Yeah, you totally can." It's like, "What are you talking it's about?" Like, no, you lying yeah. asshole. Just like, trying to figure out before like you can go online and like look up guides on what characters and yeah. how to get them. Yeah, yeah, oh, man. I remember uh, my one-stop shop for like cheat codes uh, is when I played Vice City, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, like every day. Um, 
was uh, cheatingdome.com and cheating like dome. Dude, dude it was like the best <laughs> website for cheat codes cheat cc yeah cheat cc cheat code central yeah, yeah that's what i used i was on gamefacts.com gamefacts yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh man i remember just googling cheat codes and I know, right? dude, it was like the most stressful thing printing out like pages and pages mm-hmm. of cheat codes and i had a little binder that i put them into but i remember i used to have a game informer magazine subscription and I remember one magazine came in with Vice City Chico's, and I kept that. And I would refer to it so much that the book, like the spine, would just bend to it, so it would just automatically open <laughs> that page. And then it, it and then it ripped out by accident one time because I opened it so much. It's like, dude, that's how that's how you know. I couldn't remember Chico. Yeah. <laughs> you played too much Vice City, but I played a lot of Vice City, dude. That was the funnest thing ever. My favorite thing was to put flying cards, uh, cheat code, and then just fly around and like cause destruction. Yeah, I like oh my to God. do that, but just literally drive around or fly around listening to the 80s station. Oh, my God. I didn't play the game. Owner of a lonely <laughs> Great soundtrack. It's a great mm-hmm. soundtrack, yeah. Definitely one of the best, for sure. Any whoozle. Um, yeah, what else are we talking about this week? Um, I found out when I was in Seattle I can do a decent impression of Pennywise the Clown from It. Oh, that's oh, terrifying. Man. Dude, that was so funny. Like, I, But it was funny, though, like... Because I was doing the the scene where he meets Georgie when he's in the oh, gutter, yeah. and oh my god, dude! I just kept doing that scene oh, over and over again. Because well, Ashley hates it, huh? At, well, oh, she was man. laughing at it the most, yeah. dude. Because it was just like so funny. They're like, "What the hell?" Like, I, I'd be like, "Oh, the storm blew me down here." It's like, "Can you smell the snake, Georgie?" It's like popcorn. Stop it! Stop it! Pop pop Oh man, it's such a good movie. I was watching an interview with Bill Skarsgård. He was on like Conan or. Oh, was it when he did a smile? I watched that one. Yeah, that was creepy. But the best one, they were talking about like working with the kids. Oh, yeah, I I saw this one. So it was when Eddie was in the kitchen, had his arm broken, and he did the scene climbing out of the fridge, and like he was up in his face, drooling on him, and like. Screaming. Yeah, screaming, and the kid was just freaked out and yelled. He was yelling, and the director was like, cut. And he was like, hey, are you okay? And the kid was like, I love what you're doing with the character. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great job, man. Great job. Yeah. Wow. And Bill's like, I'm like worried for this kid while I'm acting. I can see he's like... Yeah, he's he like, I feel like, like I'm traumatizing these kids. He's like, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so messed up. These kids are so good. Oh, these man. kids are so good, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, the Bill Scars are up, man. They got even props. Because like, I was watching... Uh, I compared the whole Georgie meat scene from the beginning... Uh, to Tim Curry's scene. When I saw that surgery. scene. Dude, and it's so weird how, like, mm-hmm. it different it is. Like, yeah. it's very similar as far as, like, they're using a lot of the same lines, you know, right. they're still staying true to that scene. Uh, it's funny how the camera's on the left side in the old one and yeah. the camera's on the right side in the new yeah. one. I thought that was really cool. But uh, you can just see, like, what they added and what they took away to modernize it and make it more terrifying and unsettling, yeah. and it's really cool. But it makes me wonder, like, Back then, because I wasn't around, obviously, like, were people, like, terrified of this? Like, like people, oh, especially, yeah. the you know, the... The the people who have the phobia of clowns like oh absolutely yeah because like you look it's, at Tim Curry he's still me. creepy yeah. looking dude yeah but when I was watching the clips of the old version now I was like this just looks like a dumb movie yeah. it does but, doesn't yeah. like, Tim Curry like, does not look scary he I looks was like a so clown mad yeah. watching the clips the other day and I was like why was I afraid of this yeah. this yeah. is embarrassing I mean it's still, I know like well compared to now it's like mm-hmm. now we got this it, it's like oh shit like, yeah. Yeah. it's like yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's still good though like but it's such a good movie man such a good movie. Really happy. Uh, how's it doing in the box office, by the way? Good. It's yeah. breaking. I think it's the most, the highest rated R movie for September, okay. and it's the second highest rated horror R rated movie. Mm-hmm. What do you think is above it? 
Uh, I know. Can I put your guess? No, no. Oh, you, should, you already know it? Know it? You know it? Like, I'm like 99. Wait, wait, wait. Let me put my guessing first. Let me put my guessing first. Then Angela, then Brittany can go in last because oh, no. she's what? very confident. I'm very confident. So, think of famous. It is the movies. second most highest rated R rated movie. R rated. Okay. I see. Oh, I have, not I rated, but uh, box office. Okay, box office. Okay, okay so. Um, did it come out recently or was it kind of old? No. Okay. Not recently. I'm going to go with. This is, this is hard. Should I go first huh, while you're waiting? Or while you're I want to say it's another Stephen King movie. I want to say like... No, no, no. Uh, the Shining? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Stanley Kubrick? I want to say Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. R-rated? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. stupid. <laughs> I was like, what's that? A nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, oh, please, like, hey Cody, advice. Please. <laughs> I, I legit was like thinking about the movie, like, no, yeah, it's going to be rated to me. I don't know. See, the reason why I'm saying the Shining is because Stanley Kubrick, like, he's yeah. an already a, a you know acclaimed director. He's was so that good. a great box office movie, or was that like a? It's cult? a great movie, but it was it a great office. box office movie? I don't know. That's the thing, and you know, it was back then, so it's like I don't know. I, what do you think, Brittany? Paranormal Activity. Nope. Mm, what? Uh, it was. Nope. Hold on. That that wasn't R-rated. Oh, it was. It was. Okay, <laughs> that's number six. Whoa! Wait, wait, wait. Wait. All, right, all right, what's number Maybe five? Maybe it was opening weekend. Work your way up. Work your way up. It was. I mean, it was. It had a starting lot of starting from six. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Uh, so Pretty paranormal crazy. activity that made a hundred and seven million lifetime gross. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure opening weekend it's the number one. The Conjuring um, from 2013. Nice, nice. Ooh. Oh, that's that's good. Yeah. That uh, did 137 million. The Blair Witch Project. 1999. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That had a lot of hype yeah. when it came out. Yeah. $140 million. It was, like, different at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Get Out, number three. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, oh, that's cool. $175 million. Then there's It. And then number one. You're, you're all probably going to be mad. The Exorcist. Oh, wow. Sense. Yeah. I wanted to say, like, think of iconic horror movies, but then you might have went to, like, slashers. Like, yeah, and then I was just like, yeah. I was like, Well, you know, Shang's iconic. Scream? Yeah, Scream? What? Yeah, uh, that's that such like that's such like a quick weekend movie. Number nine is number nine. Number nine is The Shining even on that list? Scream was huge. Yeah, that was that was that was. Or amazing. Nightmare on Elm Street or any of those two on there? <laughs> <laughs> me, me and Angela did not get anywhere near it. <laughs> right, it's so like, like uh, number fifty. Right? Nightmare on Elm Street is number forty-one. Oh shit! I was close. close oh, no. <laughs> nope, that was the twenty ten make. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Dang, so man. not the original. We'll see the original. I think because it, it was what West uh, West Craven, um, yeah. And uh, it, I, just I think it was just like, I think it was just something new at the time because like right. they they adjusted what like uh, Michael Myers the Halloween, mm-hmm. and then they were getting into Nightmare. I'm sure someone who can kill you in their dreams. Yeah, pretty like, much like yeah, why sleep? Man? It's like well, yeah, it's like it's not based off anything. So like getting that hype going must have been really hard. Right. Um, I don't know. I was hoping. I would have gotten yeah, The Shining's not in top 100. Damn, that sucks. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. Um, uh, Exorcist, that makes sense. Yeah, though. that makes sense. I was like, huh. That is still the scariest movie to me. Like, I... Oof. Okay. Yeah. Shining... Activity 3 was the highest grossing opening weekend of a horror film, but now it's it. Now oh, it's yeah, it. opening weekend. That's what I was saying. Paranormal Activity what, 3? What is this list for? Yeah. What is this Oh, list for? you said the first one. I know, but like... Oh, this is Stephen King movies. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Dude, I still remember, like, when that first Paranormal Activity came out, and people were, like, legit, like, was this real? Like, mm-hmm. just, like are, the, uh, like, are they actors? Are they okay? And mm-hmm. then they saw, like, interviews, I'm like, oh, they're, they're yeah. fine. Dude, yeah. uh, no, that <laughs> happened with Blood Witch Project, too. Like, they're, you know, they did this whole stint, like, all these people went missing. This is actual found footage we're going to put in theaters. Right, yeah. and, you know, proceed with caution kind of thing. It's like, what? Like, I got to see this. So that's mm-hmm. why I got so big. Right, yeah. And then... It's technically, like, the first found footage film. Yeah. Like, one of the first ones yeah. that I think got so much, you know, acclaim because. Yeah. Uh, but then I guess like a couple weeks later, my, even my dad remembers too. He's like, he's like, yeah, man. Like they, I guess the actress in the movie were like at a club somewhere in LA or Hollywood or something like that. <laughs> they were fine. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you watch that movie now. It's like okay, it's still a little creepy, but uh, mm-hmm. you, you, compared to what we have now, it's like uh, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's just more unsettling for sure. Of, like for horror. sure unsettling. Um, yeah, but yeah. So it's doing really, really well. Such a good It's movie. the number yeah, one man. Stephen King movie adaptation. Hell yeah. yeah I, I really enjoyed it, man. It was, um, it was a good time. It's number three, Horror Supernatural. Yeah. Do you want to know what number one is? Paranormal Activity. Horror no. Supernatural. Horror Supernatural. So. Uh, the Conjurer? No. This Exorcist is number two. It's yeah. right above it. And then. Poltergeist. Number one, <laughs> The Sixth Sense. Oh. And Night Shamalama Ding Dong. Yeah. The most spoiled movie of all time. I know, right? <laughs> Fine, like Empire. <laughs> For real. So, yeah, it's doing good. I'm sure, like, they're glad that they decided to make it two movies, because now... They oh, get, they have to, though. Yeah, now they can get a billion dollers out of it. Right. I mean, aside from the money, it's like, dude, you can't make another it movie like the one from the 80s, like, even though it was a miniseries. It's like, you gotta do two parts. Yeah. Because yeah. it gives you more room for, like, creativeness and, like... Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so excited for this new one, because I feel like it's gonna be darker... Oh yeah, it's so much darker than. And it's like a lot to take in, you know. Yeah, just one sitting. It's like, all right. Like, oh yeah, big time, dude. Big time. Um, what else are we talking about this week? I don't know. I got life is beautiful coming over next weekend. Yes. Yeah, so oh, that's next finally. Weekend. Are you going, Angela? No, nope. mm. I'm working, working, and then. Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm working on the last day of uh, life is beautiful too, but I'm doing a wedding. It's like all day, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, oh man. So I'm gonna miss everyone. And luckily, there's not many people I want to see that throughout the day. I want to see Paris, but oh, well, I've seen him before. But uh, Gorillas is headlining that night. Yeah. So as long as I can, as soon as that wedding's done, I'm just gonna floor it. Just and, like, fly. Park in the middle of the street, man. like, hey, we're gonna tow this. Like, take it. <laughs> <laughs> Run into the festival, see Gorillas. <laughs> Who are you most excited for? Besides Chance Gorillas. the Rapper. Chance oh really? Rapper. Not yeah. Gorillas. Oh. He's been talking about Chance the Rapper all year. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I can't wait to see Chance the Rapper. He, and he's on Friday. That's the first day. After that, I'm just going to be riding the high. Yeah. Uh, Muse is on day two. I've never seen them. Um, Blink-182 is playing again. This will be my third time seeing him. I'm like, eh. But it's your first time with Matt Skiba, right? No, second time. Oh, not first. This will be, this will be my second time with Matt Skiba. Yeah. When yeah. did you see him last? Uh, last year uh, with A Day to Remember. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's good. Yeah. He's good, good live. I watched his documentary with, uh, um, what's his name? Skiba? No, Tom DeLonge. Tom, Tom DeLonge. Yeah, yeah Tom. where he's like into aliens and stuff now. <laughs> well, have I mean, you seen that? He's always been into aliens, but now it's like his business. Well, it is yeah. his business. Well, he he's in a. <laughs> it's hard to back him up because like it's so weird. <laughs> but no, no, no. He he. It's his production company that he's doing. So he's a. Uh, He's producing any sort of art pieces or whatnot, uh, movies, music, um, animated films, uh, books, 
um, children's books, like all, but it's all centered around like discovering the unknown, and a lot of that is aliens, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he's doing really well with it though. Like it's it's his own little production company. Like he's investing a lot of like film equipment and all that. He's having you know anyone comes up with ideas, they'll write up stories, and like they're they're treating it like a filmmaking business and you know story building business. But he's also I think won the award for like. Like uh, like alien like hunter of the year or whatnot or like UFO hunter of the year someone who's basically making moves for that section of the world right. that are so interested in aliens you know and he's definitely he won an award he was recognized for it um, but no there's this great film it's on YouTube you can watch it but it's called like the pursuit of tone and it's like an hour a little over an hour but it's all about Tom DeLonge's like just upbringing through music and yeah. like his time with. Boxcar Race with Blink-22, Angels and Airwaves. And, like, it, he really talk, – he's very humble about it. He talks about, like, you know, real reasons, like, why he ended up leaving. And, you know, just, a lot of it just boils down to the point where he just didn't – like, he what he felt like his time there was done. He felt like there was something else he wanted to produce and, like, wanted to do. And that's when he went and made Angels and Airwaves. And mm-hmm. he just didn't want to be confined to one band his entire life. He just didn't right. want to be recognized as a guy from Blink-22. He wanted to be – someone who's just into music and just making and creating just for the sake of creating. Mm-hmm. Like that was just him. That was his personality from, you know, growing up till now. Yeah. And that's what he's always been about. That's why he's always doing something different. Like whatever he wants to do, he's doing And like, mm-hmm. that's like the most, you know, punk thing to do, I guess, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and that's what the whole film's about. It's really cool though. Cause you get to you know, hear about how him and Matt and, you know, Travis all met and all that. It's really fun and it's a cool film. Like, I really, I thought I was only gonna watch like 10 minutes and be done with it. I ended up watching the whole thing. I was like, oh yeah. shit. But yeah. he's cool though. Like, I have a lot of respect for him. It's but. just, he, I think he went about leaving the last time in such a bad way. Like, where he was saying different things from everybody else. Mm-hmm. Talking about how, like, he just got off the phone and they're writing a new album and then. Yeah. Uh, Mark was like, oh, no, like, we're done. Like, we told you, like, we're not making music with any more. And he's like, oh, that's funny. We're still writing music. Don't worry about it, fans. He was just, <laughs> I don't know. He was just a weird dude, I think. I'd, have, I'd have to see that, yeah. Because yeah. it was a huge thing on Twitter, like, mm. I, I remember. I remember when it was the he said, she said thing. Yeah. Because uh, in the film, he's talking about, he's like, yeah, and then we, we came back again. Like, I came back with him. And we did that tour. And that was when I first saw him in 2013, uh, Riot Fest. And, uh, yeah, they seem just like Blink-182. They're joking around, talking about your mom, like, on stage, like, you know, Blink-182 stuff. But, um, yeah, he's just talking about, the, like, he's like, ah, I just, you know, had to get out of there. Like, I just, it wasn't, I didn't, I, he's like, I felt like I didn't belong. Like, he's like, I felt like the odd one out. Um, I felt like, you know, I had done something wrong. I just felt like being there was just, like, a nuisance or stuff like that. Like, he just yeah. didn't, he just didn't feel, uh, in place. Like, he just felt like he was right. the foreigner and he didn't want to feel like that. So he left and did his own thing and just felt comfortable again uh it's it was just it's it it really cool thought-provoking um interview documentary hmm. highly recommended back to life is beautiful yeah yeah <laughs> matt skeep is good though he's mm-hmm. i mean they're keeping the bleak 180 thing alive which is cool but you know any people that you've never heard of before that you're gonna check out while you're there uh i mean i've heard of band like you know well, not bands <laughs> i've heard of artists like two chains and you know, I'm going to check him out. Wiz Khalifa's going to be there. I've never seen him. I'm going to check him out. I hear he puts on a good show. Uh, mm-hmm. Lord's going to be there. I might check her out. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's this one band called Hippocampus, but they're performing on Sunday. I'm not going to be able to see them. Oh. Yeah. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens, though. It should be fun. You're keeping it open, though, just whoever you happen to walk by. Oh, yeah. Uh, local band, American Weather's playing. I'm going to try to catch their set. Right. It's a great uh, yeah, they're so good. Because our friends are playing at Life is Beautiful, man. They're playing like during Life is Beautiful. Like yeah. they're playing like because I guess 
Live's Beautiful is such a huge thing, like downtown. It's like they'll have shows going on after, and mm-hmm. a lot of bands that aren't in the official Life's Beautiful lineup, they're still playing for Life is Beautiful, yeah. which is super cool. Yeah, so like a lot of local artists are playing at the Bunkhouse Saloon, uh, Backstage Bar and Billiards, stuff like that. It's going to be music all downtown for, real, for that whole weekend. So if you can't go to Life is Beautiful, go to these other Life is Beautiful shows that are taking place in the downtown area, and there's a lot going on. Man, Camden West is playing Camden a few. Camden West, um... Yeah. Yeah, All American Weather. Mike Rock. Xavier, just yeah, Manolo. Cameron Calloway. Yeah. It's oh, like, yeah. there's a whole bunch of them, man. <laughs> it's cool to see the local scene just, like, blowing up as mm-hmm. it is. Uh, freaking recently, a uh, local band, A Friend of Foe, they're playing, or opening up for Megadeth in October. Like, <laughs> yeah, direct support. Like, wow. Yeah. I saw that, I was like, is this real? What venue? Yeah, I was like, yo. Huh? What venue? Uh, the, uh, Strange Enough, The Palms, uh, Pearl Theater. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's Steven's band. Steven, uh, Nikki's, yeah, Steven, yeah, yeah. yeah, Steven, uh, Matt, and all that. Do they tour? Yeah, they, yeah, they're one of the biggest, like, heavy, like, heavy core bands, like, in Vegas. I've honestly never listened to them. They, uh, opened up at, uh, Lost Rages, too. Mm -hmm. I I would say, like, them, uh, Distinguisher is a big one. We Gave It Hell. Those are, like, the the giants here in Vegas. The giants, yeah. The giant local. Uh, I've heard of We Gave It Hell before. Yeah, they're big. Or High School with Taylor. Yeah, the more you look at, like, local shows, like, the more you'll see them. Um, but yeah, they, they're killing it. They're killing it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so happy for Steven, too, because I'm like, oh, dude, heck yeah. So they're like, <laughs> direct support for Megadeth. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. For a local band to achieve that, it's like, wow, we're doing it, like, we're doing it guys. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really cool to see that. So when you see, like, local bands on the Life is Beautiful lineup, that's a fun and, like, really, like, hopeful thing. Are you going to try and spend all day Friday and Saturday there? Like, yeah. Get wanna, there before it opens, leave, like, well, hours I'll afterwards. get there when it opens, but I want to experience the whole day. Yeah. Because, like... I usually have Saturdays out at work, which is perfect. Um, Friday, I, uh, I, I'm working in the morning, actually, so I'll be there as soon as I can. But Saturday, I plan to spend the whole day there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to stay downtown at night. I'm just going to find a way home. And however long <laughs> it takes me, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, I work all day, so, you know, Saturday will be my day. But Friday night, just chance rapper, and I'm just beyond You must, man. Yeah. I'm not doing an Uber. It's like over $100. Yeah, for just that. Absolutely not. Surge price it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I would, too. Shoot. Yeah. It's like, oh, you want to ride and traffic hell? All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm good. Um, yeah, no. Good stuff. Good stuff. Come on, Cody, make the move. What? <laughs> don't, don't worry about me. <laughs> I'm just playing some chess. <laughs> hey, no more chess talk. Yeah. Yeah, that's not chess talk. Eddie. Yeah. Eddie. What? Breaking your I rules. I said make the move. Breaking the rules. That could mean anything. Like, come on. There. Kiss the girl. <laughs> I'm gonna call it. Oh, what? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't see hope for me. <laughs> it's just gonna take too long. I mean, I'm not gonna stop you. Like, that's fine. I'll take the win. Yeah, take the win. Okay. I'm giving it to you. <laughs> no, I, because, like, honestly, like, I can move my rook around, and I gotta get my bishop up there, and, like... It would take a lot of, like, dancing and a lot It would take of... a lot of dancing, a lot of time, yeah. and, uh... Nah, I'm good. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Two weeks in a row... Angela, where can um, our listeners find you? But they, they can find your EP, Gentlemen, right? They can, actually. Uh, okay. Like I said before, like I, I'm not very public about that because well, I was more of like a okay experiment. So if you want like, people to like kind of get an idea of who you are musically, where can they find you? Would YouTube. you want me to link it? YouTube.com is definitely... Yeah. YouTube.com slash Angela Moonji Music is a okay. good representation. Of and, and Cody will link it for sure. Um, cool, cool, man. Yeah, definitely. And then no, you said November third, right? Yeah, that that will be the official release. If you're in Las Vegas, so. come down to the church and yeah, man, uh, I'm trying to pack that out and everything. Yeah, dude. Just, 
Oh man, I'm trying to. I mean, it's, it's just will. exciting, man. You it's will. Just like, that lineup's oh, golden too. It is. It's, yeah, we can talk about it here, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, you got right, Mars yeah. Luna, Camden West, and your buddy uh, Joshua Landon from the band Redeem Revive. Where are they from? Uh, California. Awesome. Well, so they're nice. coming out here to so, support you. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, him actually met through YouTube. Oh, that's cool. And then uh, we always wanted to play a show together, so I was like, all right. Well, I got one coming in November, so yeah. <laughs> if you can. <laughs> this is the show to play. Right, yeah, so it's, it's this really is the show to be yeah. at, too. So, uh, yeah, November 3rd, Angela Munji. What's the album called? Tell me uh, what's the name yet, or do you not want to no, talk about it? No, you're all good. Yeah, it's called uh, Mama Knows Best. Hell oh, yeah. cool. Cool, man. Awesome. Is there, like, a concept behind it, or just some songs that you... Kind of, well, I mean, like, with the songs that I've written, it's always been, like, I'm, I'm very, like, like, around the... the process of like writing like love songs and everything yeah but i kind of wanted to make a, a different one because i i am a mama's boy and everything so i was like oh, i want to make one for my mom you know and it's the concept of like you know the saying of how like moms usually know best and everything and so i kind of like wrote it around that that concept and everything so it's a good concept it's a fun little one yeah mm-hmm. i like it dude something she'll always support right exactly right exactly <laughs> Does your mom know that it's about her? No, she doesn't. No, yeah, actually. So it's, it's all be a nice. Well, hopefully, surprise. your mom's not a listener of Chess Talk. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. No one really is. It's anyway, like, <laughs> it's like when the Backstreet Boys wrote a song about their moms. Yeah. Oh, it's like that. Being the perfect time. fan. Oh. You remember that song? Millennium. What, what song is it? The Perfect Fan. The Perfect Fan. Okay, that'll be in the link dump, guys. <laughs> <Go listen. laughs> yeah. okay, here's your dose of the boy man goodness. It's like when you search Google Trends and there's like a sudden spike in that song. <laughs> right? <laughs> Thanks to Chess Talk. They're a hip again. Oh, God. It's like a Microsoft ugh, power <laughs> a presentation. Oh, the <laughs> yeah, just like dumb colors. Dumb only colors. Oh, it's a really dumb Mute, song. please. No, absolutely not. (laughs) What year did this get posted? Uh, 2008. Yeah, it looks like it. By Hey 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 7. Oh, geez. Is there there a council active? Jesus. Uh, I hope not. (laughs) Well, Angela, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. Good to have you. It was a pleasure. Uh, Get ready for the next uh, intro you got to make for us. (laughs) I know, right? It's going to be Polka. Just give me a heads up. (laughs) Yeah, maybe like four or five days instead of like two or three. Yeah, you got it, man. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, um,. Anything else we want to say before we wrap it up? Where can they find us, Eddie? Oh, God. Um, ChessTalkPodcast.com. And follow us on Twitter at Chess underscore talk. See, it's super hard to say. How is it? Super oh, hard to say. Oh, it ain't. Super hard to say. Been, no dude, one can say it. You had like a streak. Like, no where one you could not get it. It's okay. No, well, chess yeah. Talk huh? Podcast or Chess Talk? Chess Talk Podcast. Or chess under... Wait, wait, what was it? <laughs> so, <laughs> website is ChessTalkPodcast.com. All right, cool. I got and that. And our Twitter is at Chess underscore talk. Yes. Underscore talk. It's hard. It's hard thing to say. Talk. Well, it's a hard phrase. Twitter, right? It's a hard phrase. <laughs> <laughs> Just talk podcast. It's <laughs> gonna be articulate. Articulate. All right, man. Uh, oh yeah, new episode every Wednesday. <laughs> Usually, yeah. Guys, it's such a mess of an outro. All right, that's it. I'm, that's done, what I'm done talking. Does anyone else want to sign us out? No. Let me leave. Angelo, do you want to sign us out? Huh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs>